Your big project will be something that forces you to develop new skills and intentionally pushes you to the limits of your comfort zone. You want to focus on projects or ideas that are challenging enough to stretch you and occasionally frustrate you, but still allow you to get in a few wins along the way so that you don't get too discouraged. Welcome to the New Wave Entrepreneur, where we dive headfirst into Web 3.0, personal sovereignty, spirituality, and psychology. These conversations are unfiltered access to brilliant minds and actionable advice that will prepare you for the rapidly changing world. So, jump in. The water is warm, and the tide is rising. Ah, my friends, welcome back to another episode of the New Wave Entrepreneur. Daniel DiPiazza checking in with you here. So happy to have you. And welcome back to another Mindset Monday. Today is Monday, March 14th. And I love doing these Mindset Mondays. I think that's a great way to get your head in the right space to perform at a high level. I always take my Mondays a bit more seriously than other days because I feel like it sets the tone for how I want to start the week. And I'm happy to report that today... Uh, I woke up uh, nice and early, rolled out of bed around 5.30, feeling good, and uh, and now I'm ready to, to hit the day. I hope you are too. I hope you're up and running. Just some quick housekeeping announcements. If you're not subscribed on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast, shame on you. Go do that. Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, I don't care. Subscribe so that you get the updates for when we release these uh, podcasts. And uh, make sure that you leave a comment and a review. Please do us the honor and the pleasure of, of doing such because guess what, guys? The better the podcast is doing, the better is the, the better guests I can get. You know, when the podcast has lots of reviews that are saying positive things and we're getting lots of listens, that's great because then I can ask better and better people to come on the show, I should say. Uh, uh, higher ranking people to come on the show and that's great for everyone because we get great listens that way great content so thank you for listening thank you for leaving your review and if you haven't looked at newwaveentrepreneur.com already that is where you're putting all the updated episodes of the show so our entire archive is there I also have updates on all the workshops I'm hosting different trainings free resources just ways to get your uh, get your surf on this new wave whether it's crypto or personal finance stuff uh, talking about personal sovereignty things that are going on in the government you know or in politics just you know talking about what's going on in the economy uh, and also talking about spirituality psychology psychedelics uh, self-help all these things kind of all contained within this, the New Wave Entrepreneur ethos in our ecosystem and uh, all within newwaveentrepreneur.com. So go there and check it out. Uh, now we're going to tune into today's episode of Mindset Monday. Today's idea is all about the magic of the big project. If you are someone who is beginning a new career or you're at the start of your career, this is something to think about. Because we all sometimes wonder what we should be doing with our time. And we wonder whether we're headed in the right direction with our lives. And one thing I've learned is that there's a way to test what you do and how you spend your time to tell if it's worth spending more time and investing more time. And then there's a way to stand out from the crowd through these tests and to excel in your, in your life and your career because of this testing that you do in your life. And this is called the big project. So that's what today's Mindset Monday is about. The magic of the big project. Okay, let's talk about it. One of the most important decisions you can make to improve your life and drastically increase your career potential is to begin working on what I call a big project. 
Now, your big project will be something that forces you to develop new skills and intentionally pushes you to the limits of your comfort zone. You want to focus on projects or ideas that are challenging enough to stretch you and occasionally frustrate you, but still allow you to get in a few wins along the way so that you don't get too discouraged. And this is the type of pursuit that requires the type of effort Georgetown professor and author Cal Newport would call deep work. So, okay, let, let me give you some examples of what you could call a big project. And bear bear with me as I read through the list because I want to explain then why I've broken down the list in this way and what it means. So, what are some examples of a big project you could undertake? Well, you could, for instance, learn to play the guitar and join a band and then go on a mini tour. You could bootstrap a SaaS company or start a freelance business. You could launch a Kickstarter for a project you've invented. You could study a different language and plan an extended trip in a new country to practice your new language. You could write and direct and produce a film and enter it into a festival. You could write a book and then plan an entire marketing rollout. You could even learn chess or Brazilian jiu-jitsu perhaps and start competing in tournaments. Everyone has something you just have to find your something and get good and then get great. Now, what I want you to note about that list that I just read is that I said, learn to play the guitar, join a band, go on a mini tour, you know, bootstrap a SaaS company, um, write, direct, and produce a film, enter it in a festival. Everything I mentioned had a product and an execution step attached to it so that it was easy to tell when that when that process was done and where potential improvement areas are so write a book and plan the entire marketing rollout and then launch it you know learn chess and start competing at tournaments it's creating some sort of skill and then testing that skill creating some sort of product and de deploying the product creating some sort of uh, music and playing the music so it's that is what i want to impress upon you here is that the big project has not just a practice element, but also a performance or a delivery element of it. It doesn't mean that you need to put yourself on YouTube or you know do a talent show or something like that, but there needs to be some way of getting feedback from the world. It can't necessarily just be in your head. The ROI of a big project is usually actually a lot higher than advertised. Um, and it's not always about money, that's the point you're going to end up learning so much. You're gonna learn much more than you could ever imagine because you'll have to dedicate yourself like never before to accomplish a big project. It's gonna force you to grow. And one of my first big projects was producing films. That phase of my life culminated in uh, multiple different films. One was called Caged Dreams, which was really interesting because I shot that with a production company called The Goozle Brothers uh, in Tampa, Florida, and in that film, which was produced in partnership with a, like a sub, like an affiliate of the UFC called the XFC. And I had to do all the choreography for that myself. I had to do all the, uh, the acting and, you know, all the stunts. And I met up with a, um, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor, a trainer named Hernando Tavares, who only later did I find out is one of the, you know, legends in this sport. And he's the one who initially introduced me to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and we started to learn the choreography for this film. Uh, years later, you know, that practice, that that training that I got with him inspired me to keep training. And, uh, and I've been training ever since, really. And uh, th so that led to something very positive in my life. And that was the big 
the beginning of you know my my film career throughout that I produced several films one of them was Blossoms for Clara you know in my early 20s and we raised $13,000 for this short film that we shot we got Jasmine Guy to star in it uh, I wrote and directed it all I, I put together a whole team in Atlanta by myself it was a lot of fun and that experience showed me that I could create and direct and execute an idea and uh, and launch a product really with multiple people involved while managing the budget because that's really what a film is it's a business <laughs> it's, it's a hard business in fact the business doesn't usually always make money it's a very hard business to make money in but it is a business and having to manage that business really exposed me to you know the possibility of what I could do with my creativity and I went into direct because I love film but I came out knowing how to work with a business and a team and so what you know what do you think you would learn from completing a big product I would ask you that I say that doing meaningful work pays dividends in more than one way. And there's no way to say whether or not your first big project's gonna lead to money or fame or any type of success as you might currently define it. But I can promise you that when you get really good at something, your odds of getting paid really well do grow up dramatically. And I would say there's definitely a direct correlation between skill and income, and there's direct correlation between time in the game and income. And skill times time in the game equals big income. But I think skill is the most important. If you are new, but you're highly skilled, you're going to be in demand no matter what. If you're highly skilled and you've also been in the game for a long time, you your ability to network and connect in a space, understand processes quickly, move, move swiftly, goes up because you're experienced in the space. So there's an advantage to having time in the game, but the better you can get, the faster, that's to your advantage. And just speaking on, on this, you know, diverting a little bit from this essay, if you're looking to start a new business in 2022, I highly recommend you look into learning Web3 tech. If you are at all technically minded, learning smart contracts and smart contract development, because that will be a necessary skill. It's already a multiple six figure job opportunity and it's a multiple six figure business opportunity, if not seven figure business opportunity just to become good at that. But maybe you should start by learning by undergoing a big project in which there are several different YouTube tutorials, courses and different things free and paid in which you can complete projects to learn web three coding. That's just my idea on a big project though. Um, I think there's something you should be working on today. That's really what I'm getting at. Please realize that only people willing to put themselves out there are going to get the opportunities now. Good enough is not worth it. You know, it's not worth it. It's not worth it for companies to hire, for uh, other businesses to want to work with. It's worthless. Adequate, invisible. You have to be willing to absorb the necessary risks in order to test your ideas and get better. And the process of trying and failing and learning and growing and failing again is how you earn success. But you can certainly start with a big project. So that's what I've encouraged you to do. Um, I can't tell you how useful it was to test different things in my life and get good at them and then apply those skills in other areas. So for instance, one of the things that uh, that I've done is when I came to Los Angeles in 2013, I basically just networked my way around. And, you know, I met a friend of mine who introduced me to somebody that in the in the short term or in, in, in the long run ended up getting me a like a job at a, at a studio that was doing a streaming web show called The Lip TV, which some of you guys might have seen me on. And that experience, I consider a project because it was a period in time where I was learning to host something. And I really 
dove into that process. So what I did was I studied 60 minute interviews and I looked to see how the best interviewers like Charlie Rose uh, or, or Larry King would interview somebody. I tried to understand how to speak on camera. You know, one of the things I had to learn was not to interrupt my guests when they were speaking or how to ask better questions to create better, <laughs> to create better responses. But I really tried to take in the process of interviewing and I would ask the producer, Michael, who owned the company, I'd say, Michael, you know, what, what are your feedback on, what's your feedback on this interview? He's like, oh, it sucked, it sucked. Like he would tear it up and that's fine. And I got better through the interview, through the process. I also had to learn how to be my own production assistant. Like I had to, I didn't have a production assistant, so I had to reach out to my own potential guests, pitch them why they should come on the show, and then shuttle them to the show, get make sure they got their, you know, got directions, got all that stuff, and just do all that work to get them there. So I had to learn about that process. I had to learn about the editing process, you know, what it took to um, to create content quickly and how to do it on a set, you know, how to operate on a set, how to, you know, just how to do all the stuff involved in being on TV. And that was a project for me. I didn't get paid that much. In fact, I don't even know if I got paid. I think I got paid. I think I got paid a few times, but I think I'm still, I think the Lip TV still owes me some money for a few episodes, but that's fine. And, but I learned so much from that, that every project I went to after that, I was able to take some of that experience and leverage it and use one project to gain insight on another opportunity. And I'm always working on something. That's one thing I'll say for sure. Right now, for me, a big project is jujitsu. You know, I just got promoted. I'm super psyched about it. It's a big project for me, but I'm always working on something. And I'm always trying to connect my projects with each other. So for instance, I'm working on jujitsu now, something that's really important to me. You guys hear me talk about it a lot. I think martial arts is one of the best ways to develop self-awareness. I think it's one of the best ways to develop you know, intelligence. I think it's one of the best ways to become uh, creative, you know, and it's fucking badass. And, but one thing I've done is I've like thought to myself, okay, well, how will I integrate this with the rest of my stuff, with my life? You know, how can I take this project and make it part of my business, for instance? And within my training program, it's called the New Wave Protocol. This is my coaching program. It's, uh, it's a six month program. We have multiple different experiences. One of the experiences is a fight camp. So just two weeks ago, we had NWP, New Wave Protocol, Fight Camp in Los Angeles. And we had, it was a two and a half day um, camp where we brought in professional martial artists to teach my clients and friends hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat, self-defense, scenario-based training, had a lot of fun, learned stand-up, ground combat. You know, we uh, stayed at this really nice uh, four, $4 million mansion, $3.5 million mansion in Venice, uh, had chefs cater the whole experience. Um, but that also combines my project. My project is jujitsu. That's my personal project. But I also realized that members of my client community would be interested in my project. And maybe some of them would want to make it part of one of their projects. And if anything, it's just interesting to learn how to defend yourself. And that's part of what we do in the training program. And if you want to learn more about um, New Wave Protocol, you can go to newwaveentrepreneur.com forward slash NWP. Uh, we'll be opening those slots at some point in the near future. But anyway, that's not the point of this podcast. But the, the point is, it's it's part of my project. It's a project of mine, and now it's part of my business. So you can start a project and integrate it into your business. Maybe you don't wanna do martial arts, that's fine. But you may want to develop, like I was saying, some code skills. You might wanna develop some 
skills of maybe perhaps writing and turning it into a, a skill of copywriting and then doing sales copy. You might want to just find how to make a project of yours fun, get good at it, and then over time, learn how to combine multiple projects to make something that's uniquely yours. I think that's the only way you're going to protect yourself in a market where most skills are commoditized. You know, it has to be something that only you can do. It has to be something that a computer can't replicate. It has to be something that, especially if we're talking, you know, when we talk about like, for instance, complex skills, like, you know, you can have, a computer can automate a lot of tasks or you can pay a small amount of money to get most, most tasks done. But doing certain types of design or certain types of writing or certain types of um, certain types of like consulting or strategy work, things that things that uh, can't be outsourced uh, and, and combining multiple different skills, you know, th- that can't be taught in school. That's what you get from developing multiple uh, big projects over the years. Naval Ravikant says it. Uh, he says something to the effect of like developing specific skills. Specific skills aren't something that can be taught or outsourced or something that you can only learn through your individual experiences. And that's what I found. So like through, through my experiences of, uh, of doing interviews on, you know, on television or my experiences of doing over 100 and almost 150 episodes of podcasts now or, uh, or doing YouTube videos over the years or all these writing or having published a book, you know, um, a best-selling, a best-selling book at that, you know, it sold tens of thousands of copies. Um, you know, all these different experiences add to my unique uh, skill sets, and all the projects I've had to do over the years add to my unique skill sets. And that's the only way combining those and finding a unique way. So, like my example with New Wave Protocol has been combining the things I love. So it's been okay. I love money, business, crypto stuff. I love, uh, I love self-defense. I love you know, understanding the law. I love protecting yourself and your family. And I also love psychedelics and mental health. So all of those have been the topics for the conversations at New Wave Entrepreneur. And all of those things are the things we work on inside of the programs and products that New Wave Entrepreneur produces and promotes. And so that's how I've taken the projects, the big projects I've worked on over the years in all those areas and woven them into a business. So that's just my personal example. And I hope that maybe you can think of things where you can weave your ideas in because I think that's the only way to protect yourself. Otherwise, you're just doing what someone else is doing and there's already someone doing that. There's probably someone else copying both of you. And, you know, you just have to find a way to stand out. So I would do as many projects as possible. And this is why I was saying, you know, with the big project, if you do enough projects and you start to, you know, test your skills in different areas. And remember, I said, when I mentioned a big project, what did I say? I didn't say just business. I said, you know, write and direct a film, learn a language and go overseas, launch a Kickstarter for a project you invented, you know, bootstrap a company, um, learn chess, learn jujitsu, like whatever. But when you, when you learn these skills, start to, start to be introspective of yourself, you know, what did I like? What didn't I like about it? And then, you know, start to see if you find, you can find different career paths that uh, either, that either address one or several of the, of the big projects that you found really fascinating and keep cycling through this. The more projects I've done, the more close I've gotten to who I really am, what I'm really about. And it's helped me. And they paid off over the years, man, totally paid off. I can tell you one thing for sure. Like, uh, even as a as someone who has done acting, the acting training that I had a long time ago has paid off a lot in 
the age of social media, but that wasn't what I was training for. You know, I didn't know, I thought I was going to do commercials and stuff and it just has helped, you know, but you never know how, what you're interested in will intersect with what's popular or necessary. And so just mastering something and getting good at it is always good, especially in a time like now where information is valuable to people. And so you can always train someone to do something that you can do. So even if you just learned something that didn't traditionally have a market, now it does. I mean, you see people on Patreon who have thousands and thousands of people paying them just for their content or thousands of people paying them to teach them how to make sourdough bread on a monthly basis. Like, you know, you might be surprised what you can do if you have a passionate group of people that's small, which is why Kevin Kelly said a thousand true fans. But again, you only find these thousand true fans through doing projects and putting your work out there. And remember the important part about the big project is it's not just about doing the work to yourself. You should be putting it up to get, uh, you know, to, to be seen. And it doesn't mean you have to do it right away, but you wanna get some feedback from the world because the big project we do, we are angling it towards, uh, towards doing something that's fulfilling and it can support us hopefully. There's, I think that the, the real magic is when you can be a creative person that's able to support yourself through your creativity. You know, it's one thing to say, well, I'm an artist and I just don't need to be bothered with money. Well, that's great if, you know, you can sell one painting for $10 million and sit back. But if you're a normal creative person who's just building an audience who wants to develop, you know, some sort of like either musical or graphic or written talent or co- making content or videos or social media or just fill in the blank, you know, products or whatever you want to do. If you're a creative person, you, you know, that you you need these projects to develop your uh, point of view and up to do your best work. So anyway, I can go on about the big project for a long time, but I hope you got a lot from this today. Uh, I'll let you know that every Monday we're doing these uh, Mindset Monday podcasts and I've been getting good feedback. We've been getting good feedback uh, Feedback in the DMs. Great feedback via email. Uh, catch me at daniel at newwaveentrepreneur.com if you loved uh, what we have going down. And this week we have a whole bunch of new stuff coming up for you. We have um, some new, new episodes in our weekly rotation, including weekend episodes, Friday through Sunday. Aren't you lucky? You're going to see so many updates from me in your newsfeed. All right. That's all I got for you today. If you guys haven't uh, checked out newwaveentrepreneur.com, please go ahead and do so. Uh, You can go actually on newwaveentrepreneur.com and download the Surfing the New Wave guide, which is all, it's like 31 pages of breaking down what's happening in crypto, DeFi, and Web3. And you can also download, I just put up today, the high performance checklist to improve your life and business by improving your habits. That's also on newwaveentrepreneur.com. So download that there. That's it. Okay, that's all I got for you today. Uh, The water is warm. The tide is rising. So get in, surf this new wave. All right, much love. Daniel out. Daniel out.